and the Kawaii cast is a go. Hello. Hello. Welcome again. To a new episode. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so so what's going on with today's episode? We, we clickbaited them. <laughs> is that how it happened? Yep. We thought we learned our lesson from the last time we did this, but we didn't. We clickbaited ya. Oh, snap. You fell for the clickbait. Now you have to read the full article, yeah. just so you don't feel like you're wasting everyone's time. Yep. We worked hard on that. <laughs> anyway, it's a time for another top ten list, and technically it's a top five list. Woohoo, top five from each of us. Yep, we pick. We each pick a top five of the subject, and then we call it a top ten. Yes. And we try to not come up with the same answers. Uh, well... <laughs> We, we didn't this time, but that was because you told me your list yeah. beforehand, so we wouldn't come up with the same answers. Communication is key. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, most of the time I don't listen, though. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, without further ado, the subject today, I'm going to do this infomercial, infomercial style. You ready for this? Info. Okay. Uh, wait, are you going to do it in the style of Billy Mays? No. I just, I can't accept it then. No, I'm going to do it. Billy Mays. I can't Billy Mays. Fine. All right. Do it. Are you the type of person that wants to watch anime but doesn't know how? Huh? Well, or are you the type that is super into anime but you have a friend or loved one or spouse or child that doesn't understand your love for waifus and the fact that you've joined a cult and... You really want to get them into anime without overwhelming them. That was a really long intro. Well, this is the episode for you! Okay, yay! <laughs> so, uh, this could be the top ten anime that we recommend for people getting into people. anime for the first time. Yep. Now, um, we was, was there a reason we came up with this, or was it just a... I don't remember. I know I, I came up with it. You came up with it. Uh, I think it's mostly just because we see a lot of people make Facebook statuses on things like, hey, I'm trying to get my daughter into anime. Uh, can people tell us some good anime that would be appropriate for her to watch that she might enjoy? Or, hey, my buddy's trying to get into anime. He doesn't really like it. Uh, any anime that you would recommend? Or people who end up going to conventions and end up joining their Facebook pages like, uh, I went to this con with my friend, but I don't really watch anime, but what kind of anime would you recommend? Okay. Yeah, so, that does that does sound like me. Yeah. And I'm sick of seeing Bible Black be the top answer on those, so... Uh, excuse you. It's always one of two things. It's always either Bible Black or Boku no Pico. Yeah. It's the joke's dead, you guys. Yes, You please. beat it to death. <laughs> a long time ago. Yeah, it stopped being funny. <laughs> uh, and even people that don't watch anime know not to watch those anime. Exactly. Like, it's it's just that saturated now. Yep. It's bad. It's dead. Let it die. Bury it and let it go. There will come another anime that you can think you're hilarious by recommending. Yep. Uh, on that note, uh, do we, how do we want to do this? Do you want to trade off, like, you say one, I say one? Yeah. Or do we want to go, you do your list, and then I do my list? Uh, one at a time. I okay, think. we uh, can do that. Uh, who wants to go first? Uh, well, I'll have you start off. All right. So, 
Uh, top of my list is one. I also try to pick anime that are pretty easy for people to watch. Like, not just easy because of their subject matter, but also just easy to find. And so the top one is available through Netflix, and I think that makes it pretty easy to find. I mean, if you don't have a Netflix account, I'm sure you know somebody who does. And maybe watch this with them. And that would be Little Witch Academia. It's always a good one. I love that show. Yeah, me too. Uh, the subject, or, you know, I mentioned on previous subjects that I am a big animation nerd. Uh, Little Witch Academia probably has one of the best animated, or, you know, best animation sequences I've ever seen. It is so pretty. It's so fluid. The art style is just really easy on the eyes. Uh, it doesn't... You don't have to worry about watching this kind of thing with your kids because there's no, like, major nudity. It's not super lewd. Oh, we're we're not supposed to put those on our list. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. You guys are in for a ride. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I didn't have that kind of stuff on my list, guys. Uh, this is a series I actually recommended to my niece because the only anime she watched was Sword Art Online and I wanted her to watch good anime. So, uh, Little Witch Academia, easy access, so good. It's probably the most tame trigger anime in existence. Yeah. And it's just fun. And it's also really great, like, if you have friends that are, like, so into Harry Potter and don't fucking ever shut up about it, uh, this might be a good transition to anime for them. It's a bit fantasy, it's a bit slice of life. It's just, it's kind of everything. It's a little bit... It's it's the perfect starter mm -hmm. pack anime. Um, and it is it is enjoyable for just about anyone. Yeah. Like here, so... here we are, Leo, twenties, thirties, and we both thoroughly enjoy it. And yeah. at the same time, you you could also recommend it to someone who is younger, someone in their teens. Yeah, I would even say you know kids would enjoy it. Yeah, I I'd say it's almost geared towards kids, mm -hmm. but at the same time, it's it's in that that special little niche that while it is kind of geared towards kids a lot of adults enjoy it as well which is really rare for trigger like i think this would be the only trigger anime that i could put on a list like this and this is coming from somebody that just loves trigger anime so if you want all of the amazingness that trigger has to offer with their writing and animation without the uh tna little witch academia what uh what's what's your favorite moment in Little Witch? Ah. Uh, I really really like the episode where she uh is trying to learn transformation and she keeps turning herself into a rabbit. <laughs> is it a rabbit? No, yeah, yeah it is cuz at one point she does turn herself into a mouse, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So she also turns herself into an elephant as well, but she mostly just has the bunny ears. Yeah, for, like, oh the my goodness. The, the animation in like Every time she does her transformation magic mm -hmm. is incredible, too. Yeah, it it's kind of becomes, like, her, like, signature thing to do transformation magic. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of the same way, like, you know, Naruto learns how to do, like, the shadow no jutsu, and basically that's the only thing he's good at, but then he, like, makes it, like, the best shadow no jutsu ever. That's kind of how she is with transformation magic. Yeah. So it's like, she's she's only good at one thing, but damn, is she really good at that one thing. <laughs> Um, my personal favorite is that episode when, uh, Akko has to go into Susie's dream world. Yeah, I knew that would be your favorite. <laughs> there's just, like, millions of Susie's. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I also really liked the race. The race is cool, too. I think Amanda's probably one of my favorite characters. Yeah, Amanda it has a lot of really good characters. It's got, yeah. you know, Amanda. Like, honestly, I don't think I really hate anyone on the list. Right? Like, in, like in, even, on the cast. Even the character that's supposed to be, like, the bitchy rival at first becomes, like, a really wonderful character. I'm glad they didn't, like, make her, like, the Draco Malfoy of this. Because they yeah. easily could have. Yeah. But instead, she becomes a super likable character. Like, people don't just like her because she's edgy and bad. They like her because she's a good person. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I think we'll move on to your list. Okay, um, now, now top of my list. <laughs> I'm not particularly going in any order on this, Okay, yeah, I, no, my list is completely made up. Like, I didn't really name, I, I literally did my list, like, ten minutes ago. <laughs> and prepared. S- prepared, yes. Um, and so my list is in no particular order whatsoever. Yeah. That being said, the the first one I put down is actually Sword Art Online. I know, I will be the first one to rag on Sword Art Online, but, but hear me out, like... It it is popular among younger people. Like if if you want to try to get someone who is you know in their teens, I'd say you know fourteen to sixteen. I think that's that's a good one to start them out on. You know, it's it's popular with young people. It's kind of easy to get into for them. You know, for an adult, I would not recommend it at all. Okay, I see where you're coming from. Uh, I want teenagers to watch good anime. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree. Like, like I said, I do not like Sword Art Online, but again, it, it, it has a fan base, so... I guess it's kind of like, there's anime we grew up with that we don't like now. Yeah, exactly. we got smart. Yeah. Yeah. My niece really likes Sword Art Online. But. See, and, and that's kind of what I was thinking, too, is, you know, your your niece likes it. Mm-hmm. You recommended her other anime to watch. You know, it's it's kind of a, like a teenage starter anime. Okay. You I, know. Could, I could see that. Yeah. And it's it's not the worst teenage starter anime. I mean, I know a lot of people, their, their first experience in anime was things like Tokyo Ghoul. And... <laughs> I swear, if your starter anime is Tokyo Ghoul, you will not like anything else. <laughs> because you set your that as, like, your standard for what's good. And if that's your standard for what's good, then everything else is not going to seem good. Because everything else knows how to, you know, write characters. So. Yeah. Uh, I completely understand. So I would take Sword Art Online over Tokyo Ghoul, because at least Sword Art Online kind of adjusts people to, like, what anime is like. Yep. So, so like I said, I I personally wouldn't recommend it to an adult or to one of my close friends. But if, you know, for some people that, you know, might have a younger daughter, you know, younger friend that wants to get into it. I that's one that I think is a good starting point. All right. I can see where you're coming from. Yep. You convinced me. 
So, uh, sticking with Netflix series, this one was available on Crunchyroll. I don't know if it still is, but it is still definitely available on Netflix. Uh, so is Sword Art Online, by the way. Uh, I think that one is Netflix and Crunchyroll. Yes. Uh, so the next one on my list would be one that definitely became part of meme culture, I think, more than anything. But it's also just a really, really good show, and I think it transitions really well to American audiences. Maybe not so much for the younger ones. I think this would be more for, like, your older friends who are super into, like, maybe the superhero genre or comic book genre and really trying to look for something that they could enjoy. Or maybe they are, like, the kind of people that shitpost on their social media a lot. Uh, That would be One Punch Man. (laughs) Yeah, good old One Punch Man. (laughs) This one is one I think almost anybody can enjoy, even if you really dislike meme culture or shitposting. The story in this is just absolutely fantastic. It is very much a parody of what uh, shonen anime is, but I think because of its level of humor and because... Strangely, because of its intensity, I think American audiences could really latch onto this really easily. Uh, its story is really straightforward. They don't do anything too convoluted or complicated. Uh, basically, the entire plot is a single man has the world's biggest first world problem in history. And and that is? He's that bald. he's too strong. <laughs> yes. That is the ultimate first world problem. He's too strong. I, I thought the ultimate first world problem was uh, not being able to afford that $900 iPhone. <laughs> I mean, just, like, that's his biggest complaint in the world, is that he's too good at what he does. It's true. He's he's always like, oh, I want to find an opponent that isn't obliterated by one punch. <laughs> this is the kind of character that, you know, basically is the epitome of, you know, oh, Superman's not a good character because he's too OP. The n- name One Punch is literally OP Man. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Yeah, it's it's pretty great. Um, I personally love uh, what's his name, the Genos, the, Genos, the yeah. cyborg in that series. And that's the thing is, like, you would think that a story about a guy that's too strong and has no weaknesses would be boring or dull, but the fact that this is treated as the main problem of the show is what gives it really good ground. Yeah, it's, um, it's, I, I think because it's a parody. You know, they're they're able to point out those kinds of things and, and make it good. Well, and it ends up going into, like, much deeper issues. Usually the problem isn't, is the bad guy going to get away? But the issues are usually, how does he deal with, you know, most people don't believe that he's really that strong. Like, he just seems so ordinary and plain. Yeah, like... And like how when... does he deal with everyday things and... And like, like when, uh, or, or the complete opposite, like with Genos, Genos mm-hmm. sees him as just this amazing guy, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and, and even in that episode when they join the, the hero league or whatever it's called mm-hmm. and, and Genos gets like top marks and gets an S ranked class hero and he's like, Oh master, what did you get? And as Saitama starts pulling out his sheet to see what he gets, 
you know, he gets a C. Yeah. But because <laughs> but Gino sees just the top of it, he, you know, he sees that curve and he jumps to conclusions that it's an S because in his mind, Saitama is just way too good. Yeah, he's just, he's the perfect being. And that's also a very good, like, statement on how, like, these characters are tested because Saitama gets perfect marks on all of the physical training aspects of the test. Oh, yeah, he he broke the records on every single one. And if it were purely based off physical tests, he probably would have been the number one hero right then and there. But he got 0% on the written test. (laughs) Yeah, he's not smart. (laughs) So, I mean, this anime is just hilarious. It's so easy to watch. It definitely feels like uh, it's kind of calling out things like DBZ and Marvel and DC. And it's just... It has so many lovable characters. Moomin Rider is my personal hero. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I don't see why. (laughs) It just, it always gets to me when he's having ramen with Saitama. And it's revealed that he was the one who sent him the fan letter. And it's just. He's he's a great hero, but. (laughs) It's it's so it's kind of cheesy because like his whole <laughs> hero aspect is he rides a bike. Yeah, he he has the uh, super endurance to ride a bike more than a mile. Uh, more, <laughs> more, more than a mile. He saves uh, people by riding his bike. Oh my! Uh, all right. He he can ride his bike at least. 10 miles per hour. At least. Yep. <laughs> well, well, that's good, because, you know, if, if he could only do it 9 miles per hour, yeah, I, I don't he know. He wouldn't get there fast I, enough. I, I don't know if he'd be able, he would have cut it as a hero. Nope, he would not. What? I'm what? genuinely curious how Moomin Rider passed the hero test. <laughs> right? Uh, what, what rank is he? Is he a C or is he a D rank hero? Uh, C is the lowest. Is it? Yeah, if you get okay. D, then you fail. So yeah, he's a C rank. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I knew he was low, but I couldn't remember if he was C or D. Nope, he's C. Uh, He is high on the Cs, though. He's been slowly working his way up the C rank. By pedaling. Yep. Pedaling towards freedom. Yep. Or victory, depending on your point of view. His dream is to become a B-class hero. Yes. I hope he accomplishes that dream. Um, On that note, One Punch Man was announced for a second season. Yep. It's done by a completely different studio. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, Madhouse did not pick up the licensing. I want to say it's A1, but I'm not sure. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so this would actually be a really good time to get into One Punch Man or to get your friends into One Punch Man uh, because we are getting a second season for it. So. Woohoo! Woo! And right now I believe it is 10 episodes. So it's a really easy one to get it's into. 10, 10 or 11, I think, yeah. yeah. So, uh, anyway, let's move on, on to your number on, two On spot. that note, um, probably mine. Yep. Um, let's see, one... You know, I guess I'm going to have to go with the, the first anime that I realized was an anime. Uh-huh. Because, you know being an American as, as, as a young kid, I grew up watching, you know, One Piece, uh, 
Pokemon, Sailor Moon, you know, card captors, but me being a kid, I I just thought they were Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. You know, that's just kind of what it is. Uh, I didn't realize that it was, they were like something, com- you know, different than Saturday morning cartoons until this one. Um, and it is Escaflone. Oh, I love Escaflone. Yes. Um, and, and I... I have to put this one out there because for me it was it one of the the anime that got me into anime. Yeah. So so I have to do this on this list. Um, this one's really cool. It is uh, an isekai, oddly enough, but before it was an isekai before isekai. <laughs> yeah, before uh, anime was saturated with isekais. That you're two for two on isekais on your list. Uh, I am. Shit. Uh, Time to change your list. Okay, on the bright side, none of my others are isekais. Okay. Uh, now, now this one is really cool. Um, it's it's an isekai because the girl is transported to another world. Um, there she meets Vaughn um, and is, is basically thrown into, you know, a, a series of adventures throughout you know the the series and um it's it's kind of neat because it's it's kind of a fantasy genre Mm -hmm. yet it's also a mecha yeah so so like if if you like fantasy if you like mecha it's it's really cool you know because they are controlling their their giant robot things with magic and all sorts of shit it's it's really neat yeah uh i remember watching the movie which was basically just the whole series the whole series into condensed into a single movie. Yep. So that also makes this anime really easy to watch if you could get a hold of the movie. Uh, I've been told the movie's just as good as the series, but I couldn't tell you from experience because I've only seen the movie. Uh, it is. It is just as good. Although personally, I would say watch the series over the movie mm-hmm. because the the series, you know, obviously because there's so much more to it. There's more to it. You know, the movie has to leave a few things out. Yeah, obviously. So, and and that's that's it. But again, like it's it's one from my childhood. It's the key to bringing me into anime, and it is just such an amazing series. Uh, it is available on Crunchyroll. Did they put it on Crunchyroll now? I believe so. I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's on Crunchyroll. All right. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. Crunchyroll does have a lot. Yeah. So I think it was a recent edition. Um, if not, maybe Hulu, but I'm okay. not sure. Um, yeah, Escaflone was, it was great. And like I said, if you can't get a hold of the whole series, if you could find the movie, it's it's a really good way to get into it. Mm-hmm. So. And a little bit more cost effective. Yeah. So. Not. If you can get the whole series, though, or find a boy, uh, way to watch it, then watch the whole series. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, I actually didn't get to finish the full series until years later. Because, you know, me, me, as, as a kid, you know, it, it was coming out on four kids. Yeah. You know, as Saturday morning cartoons. And at some point they, they canceled the show. I guess they just, they didn't think it was doing well enough. 
Yeah. And they canceled it, and they never finished it on four kids. So it wasn't until years later when I could buy the DVDs or VHS, whatever, I think DVDs, that I was actually able to go back and finish it. Yeah. Makes sense. So, uh, with that, I think we will move on to my list. And since you did mention anime from your childhood, uh, I kind of want to go down a little bit of memory lane as well to uh, anime from my high school years. Uh Uh-oh. Which was a bit after I'd gotten into anime. I think I I got into anime when I was about 10 or 11. So, I mean, this was a while after I'd already been fans. But to me, uh, I actually have three for this spot because these three anime I feel like two in particular are from high school and they were kind of the staple anime from my high school like if you were part of anime fandoms or the anime club or you knew anything about anime these two particular anime were straight up staples that you had to watch or they were the anime that got you into anime in the first place the third one on this spot came out more recently, but I feel like reminded me of those two anime. Like, almost exactly. And those three anime would be uh, Fruits Basket, Oran High Host Club, and Princess Jellyfish. Mm-hmm. I, which, which one's the newest one out of those? Uh, Princess Jellyfish is the newest of the three. I actually went in order when okay. they came out. Uh, yeah, Fruits Basket and Oran High Host Club... Both came out when I was in high school. Actually, Fruits Basket might have been when I was in junior high. It was, like, right there between, like, ninth and 10th grade for me. But It had to have... Oh, no, I'm, I'm thinking. Because I was with Furuba. I was watching... Not watching. Bleh, I, I was reading the manga in junior high. Yeah. So, yeah, the I guess I it, did get into the anime, anime coming be- out. Yeah, I did get get into the anime before I got into the manga. Uh Fruits Basket is probably my favorite of the 3 on the list. Uh so just a quick synopsis of each one. Fruits Basket is a story about a girl who is living out in the woods because her mom died and She was going to go live with her grandpa, but he has to renovate his house so she has a place to stay. So until then, she's living in a tent. And one day she, you know, runs into one of her classmates and his older cousin and finds out that the area where she's camping is actually owned by them. That's their property. Yeah, so they agree to let her stay at their house under the condition that she do all the cooking and cleaning because they are very terrible at both of those things. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say, isn't like one is is it the first episode? Like she she gets into their house and it is just trash. Yeah, they have like an entire room that's nothing but garbage bags, and a lot of the garbage is like burnt food and like takeout because they don't know how to cook. Yeah, and like they even like burn rice, <laughs> which I didn't know was possible. They didn't know they had a rice cooker. It was under all their garbage. Well, that explains it. Yeah, so um, she agrees to do the cooking and cleaning in order to have a room in their house until the renovations at her place are done. Uh, while she's, you know, straightening her room, though, one of their other cousins breaks in and picks a fight with her classmate. 
and she tries to break up the fight and discovers that they have a curse where if they're hugged by a member of the opposite sex, they turn into one of the 12 members of the Chinese Zodiac, or in the case of the cousin that broke in, he turns into the cat from the Legend of the Zodiac. Yep. Makes it, makes, makes intercourse very interesting. Yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, apparently their entire family is cursed, and there are male and female members, and so now she has to live with three guys that she can't hug. Yeah, it's probably for the best, though. Yeah. Uh, this was, like, probably the very first reverse harem, uh, because every guy falls for her in this series, and even yeah. some of the girls. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, like, uh, it's a little bit more tame than your typical harem anime because it's not really promiscuous, but it's seriously, like, every guy she encounters just falls in love with her. Yeah. And... I'm just, just, I'm sitting here thinking, like, is there any other reverse harem that came out before then? Um, I really don't uh, think off, there was. Off the top of my head, I can't think of any, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Fruba, I think, is probably one of my favorite anime ever, because I think, aside from, like, the comedy and the really fun gags and jokes, uh, it goes really deep into why they consider this a curse and just how far that goes. And it gets really dark at moments, but it's also just really brightful, bright and cheerful. And even, like, the scenes where characters are fighting always feel, like, just really fun. And even though Toru is about as, uh, you know, colorful as white rice, she's still a really sweet character and was kind of perfect for this show. Yeah. Uh, the other, I would say, uh, reverse harem that came out just a few years after would be Oran High Host Club, which came out around 2005 or 2006, I want to say. Uh, Oran High Host Club is about a girl that gets into a prestigious academy called Oran High, uh, based purely off her academic skills, and all the other students got in based off of money. So she is the dirt poor person going to a rich, snooty school. Mm -hmm. uh, while looking for a place to study, she accidentally discovers the host club and breaks a very expensive vase that she can never afford to pay back. So until she can earn the or until she can earn the money to pay back for the vase, she has to work in the host club pretending to be a boy. She becomes an indentured servant. Yep. Uh, the really cute thing about this series is that you find out that basically the leader of the host club, like the most popular boy, seriously has the hots for her after he discovers that she's a girl. <laughs> Which, he, it took him longer than anybody else to realize she's a girl. Yeah, I remember that, because... Uh, <laughs> they and, all find and it's, out it's, in it's the first one, episode. It's, it's one, yeah, it's the first episode. Like, they're all going, and the twins, they kind of, like, you know, they they click, you know, and yeah. they're like, oh, this, I get it now. And then... They use light bulbs. Yeah, they <laughs> use light bulbs to represent, like, oh, hey. And then, like, one of the other guys is, you know, he... he you know, he realizes picks her it. up yeah. and realizes that she has boobs. Yeah, and he's like, oh, okay. And then the main guy, it actually takes him walking in on her getting dressed. Yeah. To finally realize that, oh, wait. Yeah. Uh, this series, much like Fruba, is mostly just comedy and a lot of lighthearted moments and silliness. But then there are moments that just feel genuinely dark. <laughs> 
Uh, they kind of come out of left field. And the series also tackles a lot of uh, things such as gender roles without being a bit too preachy about it. It's not Tumblr the anime, but it still has very important things to say about those subjects. And another really great anime that has, you know, things to say about those subjects is the most recent one. This one came out, I believe, 2015? It's very recent, but uh, that would be Princess Jellyfish. Uh, this one is the story about a girl that lives in a house with several other girls, and the thing these girls all share in common is that they are basically hardcore otaku for different things, and because of their obsessions, they have become outcasts to society and are super socially awkward and cannot communicate with normal people. Uh, each of them have their own different otaku theme. One is obsessed with kimonos. One is obsessed with old men. Gross. Uh, one is obsessed with, I think, samurai films or something. Well, I mean, those are classic. Yeah. Uh, the main girl... One's obsessed with trains. I know that. Uh, <laughs> the main girl is obsessed with jellyfish. Why? Uh, her mother took her it's, to go see jellyfish. It's, it's it's the tentacles, isn't it? No, uh, they remind them of they remind her of her mother. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, all of the girls in these anime, by the way, all have dead mothers. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's a reoccurring theme. Yeah, the, the, I think uh, the only one that has a father is uh Haruhi from Oran High. But anyway, so. Now, is, is she an actual princess, or do they just call her princess? Uh, or princess jellyfish? No, uh, actually, the princess is a different character. Oh. So she's obsessed with jellyfish because they remind her of her mother, but because of this, she's super socially awkward, because all she knows how to talk about is jellyfish, and not a lot of people want to talk to her about that. So uh, one day, she passes by a pet store that has a jellyfish in the window. However, the pet's owner, or the pet store owner's, doesn't really seem to understand how jellyfish need to survive because he's put the fish in a freshwater tank that needs to be in a saltwater tank. Oh, no. And so she's panicking knowing this jellyfish is going to die. So she tries to talk to the shop owner to convince him to try to change the water or to take better care of the tank. And he's not listening to her because she doesn't know how to talk to normal people. Suddenly this really beautiful girl shows up and overhears the commotion and offers to buy the jellyfish... So that way it can have a better home and gives it to the main girl. Uh, the beautiful girl end up ends up walking the girl home with the jellyfish. The whole time the girl can't talk to the beautiful girl because she can't talk to normal people. So they get the jellyfish back to her place and she discovers that this beautiful girl who saved her jellyfish is actually a man. Oh, I was, I was going to ask if, <laughs> if it was a Yuri, but nope. Nope. Uh, it's a man who really likes to dress in drag. Okay. And he just becomes obsessed with this girl because he's never hung out with, like, nerds or outcasts before. Like, usually he just hangs out with, like, supermodels that all want makeup advice and have him, you know, help them with their hair and stuff. And he's kind of gotten bored with that scene. And these are all girls that don't brush their hair properly and don't wear makeup and probably don't own a dress. And he just becomes obsessed with this house. <laughs> but the only person who knows that he's a man is the jellyfish girl. Okay. <laughs> and eventually they find out that uh, the owner of the house is actually planning on selling it to the city so they could renovate it into a shopping area. 
which means they would have to move out of the house. And this house has become like their fortress of solitude. Lame. So they're trying to convince the owner to sell the house to them instead. And so now they have to earn money. So the uh, man and the jellyfish girl come up with an idea to make an entire line of dresses that are based off jellyfish. Uh, the jellyfish girl makes them and he models them. Okay. Yeah, it's a really, really good anime. Sounds cute. Yeah, uh, one of my favorite cosplayers from the cosplay contest last year, the one with the transforming dresses, she cosplayed as the man. Okay. Yeah, so those were all the jellyfish dresses. And it's just, it's so good. It's probably one of my favorite anime to come out, you know, in the last few years. Uh, it is on Crunchyroll now. It was on Netflix for a while, but they did take it off. Uh, it has a really good dub, so it's just... All three of these actually have really good dubs. Uh, the biggest issue I have with Princess Jellyfish and Fruits Basket, they have really terrible endings. Yeah. Uh, both of them were cancelled before they could reach the conclusion from their respective mangas, and both of them basically end with, Oh, I know there's a big problem happening, but I guess the problem It'll will just work solve itself. itself. Out. Yeah. yeah. And they, they both end, like, so abruptly. It's even worse in Princess Jellyfish because they come back from, like, this big fashion show where they might, you know, get licensed and all that and start making dresses. They get back to the house and the owner of the house is like, oh, I just decided not to sell it. Uh, yeah, it is so anticlimactic. Yeah. And it's so sad from such a really good show that had all this potential for a second season. Uh, I probably will pick up the manga because it, I still just love it so much. Yeah. Uh, all three of these, I think, would be really fantastic series. They are a bit weird and they all have their own quirks. But, like I said, they were the staple anime when I was in high school. Like. Yeah, um, I do remember when Fruits Basket was coming out. That was very popular. Yeah. So, um, I personally couldn't really get into the anime of fruits basket really yeah um i did read almost all the manga i, I never finished admittedly but but yeah i really liked that one see and i feel like it was easier to get into the anime than the manga um aside from the fact that the biggest reason why fruits basket got canceled as an anime was that they screwed up and they showed one of their characters topless who they assumed was a man but then the manga revealed that it was a woman and, and it was the, kind and, of a key moment. Yeah, and the anime... Or not moment, but key that they needed to be... A woman. Yeah. And so the animators either, A, had to change the whole story to make the character a man, B, admit that it should have been censored because it was a woman, or C, not continue the anime. Yep. And unfortunately, they went with Route C. It's true. Um... That being said, didn't at one point they announce that they're they're going to redo the anime? I think there were so many rumors about that, but none have ever been confirmed. Okay. Which is sad, because I really think they should. Yeah, um, it, it does deserve a reboot to, you know, actually be able to finish. One of my favorite things about Fruit, but I think the thing that sets it apart from the other two, is the music. I could listen to that soundtrack for like the rest of my life and be happy. I love the Fruits Basket soundtrack so much. You would. Out of the three, it's my favorite, but I would say as far as this list goes, I think the easiest one to get into might be Oran. Yeah. Uh, Oran High Host Club is available on Netflix. 
Uh, Princess Jellyfish is available on Crunchyroll, and Fruits Basket is available on Funimation. Yep. So, and I believe because it's through Funimation, it might also be available on Hulu. All right. So. Um, I guess that's on to me. Yep. I know that was uh, a long one because I had three. No, it's, it's all right. Like, <laughs> you, like you said, they they're very similar. Um, what what do we want here? Do we want like a, a high school slice of life, like a, a working slice of life, or we want or, like, or do want. we or do we want to like uh, like fantasy something? Like what what? Wh- well, you did fantasy twice. I did do fantasy twice. Um, all right, let's let's go with um, another slice of life. Well, not another slice of. Let's go with one. Uh, it's called Wagnaria. Or the I believe the English title is "Working!" Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah, it's it's really good. Um, it's it's a fairly easy watch. Uh, basically, it's about this guy who and and it does have a spinoff series. Mm-hmm. But uh, but the and it's got three seasons, so it's 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 a uh, enough to like last you for a little while. But. Um, it's about this guy who is he's just kind of like walking down the street when this this girl she's like 18 she's working in a restaurant and her boss said hey we need more people to work here so he convinced her to go and try to find more people to work there mm-hmm. anyways she bumps into him and he's just obsessed with cute things and she is like little tiny cute even though she's like 18 and he just becomes obsessed with her so of course when out of the blue for whatever reason she asks him to work at the restaurant with her <laughs> he he says okay why not and and so he he starts working at this restaurant and it's just everyone there is absolutely batshit crazy <laughs> like all of the employees uh, you got, um, if I'm not mixing up the spinoff and the, the main series, you got, like, the one character who is always, she's basically leeching off of the manager, and she never works, <laughs> and it's, it's hilarious, and then, of course, you got the, the tiny girl who's, like, 18 and looks like she's in middle school, you know, mm-hmm. some people even say elementary, but you know, whatever. And then you got the the one one girl who is intensely afraid of men. <laughs> like intensely. And what happens is the manager accidentally schedules the main guy and the girl who's afraid of men in the same shift and she she punches him like out of reflex right off the bat and so you know he he's always having to deal with that uh it eventually gets to the point where they decide that he's going to be the one who tries to help cure her of her phobia so he has to deal (laughs) with that and it's just it's really fun it's really funny you know i feel like anyone who has worked at a restaurant or in customer service would enjoy it. Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> it. It is really funny. Like I said, it's it's one I 
definitely enjoyed all three seasons. I enjoyed the spinoff. It's it's really good. Well, that's good. Uh, I guess that means it's on to me now. It is. Uh, so this is one that I have become a bit obsessed with. If you guys have ever talked to me or hung out with me, you will know how much I love this anime. Uh-oh. And I think it's just... I think this is such a good starter anime for anybody. Let me guess. Is it sports ball? It is sports ball. <laughs> uh, so this is definitely the easiest sports anime to get into, I think. Uh, it's also just a really good anime to get into if you're a veteran or a newbie. I've seen so many people that this has become their first anime or people who are, you know, dating people that are obsessed with anime and they're willing to dress up with them from this anime. It's just, it seems like it's such a good transition. It's, for you who doesn't like sports anime, I got you into this anime. I even got you to cosplay from this anime. It's just that good. It's so universally fantastic. And that would be Haikyuu. I just, I can't think of any other sports anime that I think is this universally loved. Uh, it's, it was the most popular anime on, or, uh, sports anime on Twitter for the longest time. I believe it. Uh, the only anime that beat it out was Yuri on Ice. That's hardly a sport. Yeah, I just, No, I kid, of Yuri, course. Yuri on Ice, it is a sport, but I would say as an anime, it fits more into, like, it's 50% romance, 50% sport, where I feel like Haikyuu is, like, 99% sport and 1% pretty boys doing pretty things. And it's just so great. Like, I genuinely feel like the character problems are things that people can relate to, whether they are currently in high school, whether they play sports or used to play sports... Uh, whether they are adults who just watch anime to escape from realism, like Tyler and I. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I I just, I can never get enough Haikyuu. It has some of the best music. It has some of the best characterizations. I don't think anybody is wrong for having their favorite team. I feel like a lot of sports anime really try to drive you into liking the main team the most. But I feel like Haikyuu is one of those, if you meet other Haikyuu fans, they all have their favorite team. It feels very, very much like how most, you know, people are with actual real-life sports. Where they all have their favorite teams and they all get really involved in the drama of the players and their favorite players. And they get offended when their favorite players do things they don't like or they create their fantasy football or whatever, whatever, whatever. Haikyuu is like that, but anime. Yeah. And it is so good it's just they're all good boys they're all good boys and i love them and i want them all to accomplish their goals except for oikawa he could suck a dick he can eat a bag of dicks yep he'd probably like it <laughs> that's mean i mean true but mean <laughs> oikawa does not deserve happiness i'm sorry for an oikawa fan he deserves happiness he does not deserve happiness we we do we do not condone his happiness <laughs> uh like his 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 teammate though uh i want to say iwaizumi iwaizumi he, yeah he, he deserves happiness he's right. great i love him Let's... he he beats up o oikawa What's what's the name of the one the one kid who's basically just an owl? Uh, Bokuto. 
Bo- that's it. Boku- I love Bokuto. <laughs> he's Bokuto, just an owl. Bokuto's best character. He's 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 the moody owl, isn't he? Like no, he's not moody. He's happy. No, like at some point he gets all upset, and his team has to be like, okay, keep, oh, yeah, keep the, the ball mood. away from him. He has the mood swings. And, and then when he cheers up, they're like, okay, t- pass the ball over to this dude. Yeah, he's like a five-year-old. <laughs> he's not so much moody as he is like capable of temper tantrums. Okay. Yeah. He's one of those like, I'm not getting any points. I hate this game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna take my ball and go home. Yeah. Not quite that to that extreme, but yeah. you get the idea. But then when he's, like, actually doing really well, he's possibly, like, the best player in the entire show. Yeah. So they gave him, they gave him the mood swings to nerf him. <laughs> uh, I guess that makes sense. Two OP must nerf. Yeah. Clip his wings. Yes. He's a bird. Burb. I love him. Can can he spin his head half all you know 180 degrees like Probably. now? Probably. <laughs> doesn't that hurt? He's the best. Okay. He doesn't have a brain to hurt, Tyler. All right. He's pure heart. <laughs> pure heart. Yep. Just just heart. He has no just, brain. It's just he's, heart. He's just a heart with arms and legs and wings. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Bokuto's best boy. <laughs> I will disagree. I think it's Asahi. Thank you very much. I love Asahi! I, I might be a little biased in this. He has a glass heart. <laughs> He's fragile, okay? He's so scared. He had a rough childhood. He really didn't. <laughs> I'm gonna say he had a rough childhood. Like, he grew up in, like, a shop. <laughs> yeah. They all live in, like, the middle of fucking nowhere. All right. A little poke town, nowhere, Japan. Yeah. Yeah. I love Asahi though. I really do hope. Asahi's great. I really do hope that because he's becoming popular in the nationals where the manga sitting, that he will end up getting a scholarship to college based off his volleyball skills. I know the writer has basically been like Asahi's not going to college because he doesn't have like the grades for it, but. I really do hope he just gets scouted and gets invited to college because he's just a really good volleyball player. Yeah. I hope, okay? You I can mean, hope. Th- my other hope for him is that if he doesn't go to college, that he basically just does the same thing that uh, Coach Ukai does, where he, you know, just runs a shop for his family, and then he, like, helps coach the high school volleyball team. Because okay. I think that'd be a really cool ending for him as well. Yeah. So. Um... I was going to ask something, and then now it's escaped me. Uh, quick, think for me. What, what was I going to ask? You were going to ask why Bokuto is best boy. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, go ahead and tell me why Bokuto is best boy, and I will try to think of my original answer, that Be- question. Because he is pure, and because he deserves to be the best volleyball player in Japan, because the two people that are listed as better volleyball players in Japan are just not as cool as him. Uh, okay. Good thing that didn't take long, because as soon as I finished <laughs> my sentence, I remembered what I was going to ask. Um, fourth season of Haikyuu. Is, is, are we ever going to get a fourth season? It's not confirmed, but I have my hopes up because uh, Crunchyroll recently announced a Crunchyroll event, which will be taking place, uh, I believe, through Fathom Events. Uh, they're going to be showing the quote-unquote Haikyuu movie, 
which is actually just season three recapped. But because they're doing a Haikyuu quote-unquote movie, it gives me hope that this is their them leading into a fourth season, and that they're doing it basically the same way that Mob Psycho announced its second season. All right. So, hopefully... Uh, it is three seasons right now. The first two seasons are a bit long, but the third season's only ten episodes. So, it's available on Crunchyroll, and it's great. Go watch it. Okay. Your turn. Um, on to my turn. Uh, well, let's see. I'm, I'm gonna put these two in kind of the same category. Um, I know they're, they're fairly different, but... At, at the same time, they're they're kind of similar, um, and 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 I think you'll realize why once once I say them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're both classics. Uh, so so the two I would recommend are Trigun and Ghost in the Shell. Um, yeah, they they are vastly different. Uh, I would recommend Ghost in the Shell for someone who's more into like the cyberpunk scene. Because it's a very, like, futuristic, you know, like, cyberpunk world. And Trigun is more of, like, an old western, you know, which is, is kind of neat. But, um, again, I, I feel like they they were some of the ones that I got into early on. They're both really good. Uh, I don't think I need to get into too much detail on especially not Trigun because it... it was immensely popular when mm-hmm. it was coming out. Uh, Ghost in the Shell was less so. Yeah. Um, uh, Ghost in the Shell, I would recommend because it's 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 got like a lot of action, but it also has some of those like political undertones, you know, kind of like philosophical things so so it's good for someone who enjoys you know both the action and like the 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 thought thought-provoking stuff yeah Yeah. people that overthink like me yes exactly i see yeah those were both really popular uh i remember it was hard for me to get into ghost in the shell because it aired on adult swim Mm -hmm. or no not it was a late night tsunami yeah. Is what it was. And it was almost impossible for me to watch Late Night Toonami every single night. So, unless you watch the whole series, like, in order, you're not going to understand anything. Yes. And that's basically what it was like for me trying to watch it. Um, Although I remember it had probably one of the coolest OPs ever. Oh, it's the OP is amazing. Like, I, I love the music. I love the animation. Like, everything about the OP is, like, incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that's one of those OPs that just has stuck with me forever. Uh, Trigun was very similar. That one was on Adult Swim. Uh, I did own some of the DVDs. I never actually finished Trigun. Because, again, like, watching it on TV makes it really, really hard to watch every single episode. Yeah. Uh, but what I have seen, that one's a bit easier to watch a little out of order. Because I feel like a lot of the stories feel a little bit, like kind of uh adventure of the week it it, trigun is definitely a little more uh episodic yeah it does have a linear storyline that concludes at the end 
but it you can miss a few episodes and still pick it up. Yeah, whereas so, Ghost in the Shell is more of a, a series thing. You kind of should watch it in order. Yeah, and I do feel like that was probably the biggest reason why Trigun had more traffic than Ghost in the Shell, because it really was hard to watch late night Adult Swim and Toonami every single week and every single night. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, both are classics, though. They they are. Like I said, they're 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 very similar in the aspect of them them being classics, them being, you know, like they're they're different in their own right. But at the same time, like I said, they they do kind of hold that that old school, you know, like niche. You know, uh, I'm I'm sure I'm using the wrong words here. Yeah. And right. I'm hoping these two aren't on your list, but there's two more that also, I feel, fall into that category, uh, almost completely identical to this. One would be Cowboy Bebop. Oh, yeah. Absolute classic. Uh, I would say that was probably the easiest old school anime to get into if you're trying to get your uh, friends into anime. And you want to pick like a classic anime, I think uh, Cowboy Bebop is always like the number one recommended old school anime. Uh, the other one is a little bit more raunchy, so definitely not one for kids, but is top-tier quality, just like uh, Cowboy Bebop, and that would be Samurai Champloo. Oh, Samurai Champloo is really good. Samurai um, Champloo had the best soundtrack. That one's that one's a bit newer, though, isn't it? Like it's it's no, not. I it's... was still in high school when that one came out. Really? Mm-hmm. I could have sworn it was it was uh, newer than some of these series. Nope. Uh, came out, it's newer than Cowboy Bebop and Trigun. It came out around the same time as Ghost in the Shell. Okay. Yeah. I guess that, that does make sense. Not the original Ghost in the Shell. No, the original Ghost in the Shell is super old. I'm talking the like standalone the, complex. the series, the standalone complex. Yeah, no, that came out around the same time as Samurai Champloo. Okay. So, so yeah, uh, I would put all four of those in the exact same category, so I'm not counting this as my turn. Yes. So. Um, I, I would throw in... Outlaw Star in there as well, personally. Outlaw Star, I feel, is harder for newer anime fans. It is. It's a little harder, but it's it's still a classic. I feel like that's one that... I think if these are all, like, tier one anime, I would feel Outlaw Star is a tier two. Okay. So, it's it's one you should probably watch at least one of those other shows before you get into Outlaw Star. Alright. So. Fair enough. <clears throat> Especially because Outlaw Star has furries. What? Furries? I don't believe you for a minute. <laughs> Never. I, Wait, I let's see, ex- what's her name? Aisha Clan Clan Katarl, something like that? It's been so long, Tyler. I haven't watched uh, Outlaw Star since, like, 2008. <laughs> yeah, it's been a really, long time. I should really rewatch it. Everyone should rewatch it. And then I would put, like, uh, Neon... Genesis, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Evangel- that would be like a tier four or that, five. That is not a beginner anime. No. <laughs> that, that is like after you have gone into full on weeb. Yeah. Check this one out. Uh, probably like a tier like maybe not even a four or five. That would probably be like a six or a seven. Uh, trying to think of a good tier ten is just a reference. Like, what's the weirdest fucking anime? Uh, I would say tier eight would probably be something like Kill to Kill. Uh, Where it's like, the story's pretty easy to follow, but it's so hard to explain to your mom while you're watching it. Um, oh, what's, what's 
that series called? I think tier nine. Excel Saga. Excel Saga is probably a tier ten. There we go. Yeah. There's your tier ten. There's anime. your tier ten. Uh, there, you can't explain that to a fellow weed. No, you can't. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it is so out there, and I absolutely love Excel Saga. Uh, I, if we're going like even further, I would put tier twenty would be uh, Aramanga Sensei. <laughs> Hey, that's the, on my list. Don't no. even touch. That is the don't even touch tier. That is, you have zero it's, excuse for watching this. It It is so bad. Um, Aromaga mm-hmm. Sensei, I enjoyed it. I can admit that it's bad. You have literally no excuse for watching it. You you really don't. Yeah. Um, there There is only one demographic of person that I could honestly recommend Aromaga Sensei to. And that demographic being, if you enjoyed Oremo. And I feel like both of those shows, people watch for the irony. And then by the time they're done, they genuinely can't tell you if they loved it or hated it. Exactly. <laughs> and and the reason I say I would recommend it to someone who enjoyed Oremo is because they're made by the same creator. Yeah. The guy who did Oremo did Aromanga Sensei. Yeah, so, I knew about so they're, that. So they're, they're pretty similar in that regard. You know, it, it, it shows in his art style and his writing. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I actually have a lot on my list. Um, I'm going to go with this particular one, though, just because... I know it technically does not count as an anime, or for most people it would not count as an anime, but I feel like, despite the fact that its anime status is questionable or negotiable, I feel like if you got somebody into this show, or you got somebody to watch this show, the transition into any t- like tier 2 anime would be a very easy one. And that show would be Ruby from Rooster Teeth. Yeah. I personally do not consider Ruby an anime. Uh, There are people that do. Uh, The creators have described Ruby as it is not an anime, but it is also not not an anime. But it takes so much, like, inspiration from anime, not just in its art style, but in its ability to tell a story and to build a world. And I feel like the first two volumes in particular were very targeted for kid appropriate uh one of the writers miles luna his mom actually teaches elementary school and she actually would have her students watch episodes of ruby if they behaved in class so this is a very kid appropriate is a very family oriented something that adults can enjoy I think I do know a lot of hardcore anime fans that had a hard time getting into the series, but I know a lot of hardcore anime fans that had an easy time getting into the series. So whether you like it or hate it is a personal preference, but ultimately I think that this is a very, very easy show to get into. It's easy to watch. It was available on Netflix at one point, but even if it's not in anymore, you could watch it on YouTube for free. Yeah. You could watch it on their website for free. There are so many easy ways to watch this show. There is it's available on Crunchyroll if you don't want to watch it like every, you know, 2 minute episodes they do have the full features on. 
Crunchyroll. They also have the trailers, which are actually pretty important to the story, available on Crunchyroll as well. This is just such an easy show to get into, you guys, and I feel like a lot of the characters are built up so well. So, yeah, if you have a friend that is trying to dip their toes in the anime scene and they just think all anime is just TNA and garbage and dating your little sister, uh, I think Ruby is a good one to get them started on. I also know Why you gotta call me out like that? <laughs> I also know people that genuinely don't like anime that much that still really enjoyed Ruby. So. Yeah. Uh, I do have a few honorable mentions, but I will save that for later. So, I'll let you take over. Um, well, I was gonna say Aeromanga Sensei, but you, <laughs> you called me out on it. I did call you out. No, you I'm kidding. You ashamed. <laughs> I'm always ashamed. Well, not really. Um... Let me see. Uh, one on the left, I guess. Um, I'm going to. I'm going to go with Toradora. Um, this is one of my favorite anime ever, uh, and and it's just, it's so cute, and it it's just it's just sweet story. Um, if if you haven't seen it, it's it's basically about this guy who. He's kind of OCD when it comes to cleaning. Like, mm-hmm. like if there is a smudge in the bathroom, even if it's a public restroom, he he feels inclined to clean it. Um, so so he he has this crush on this other girl, or he has this crush on on a girl, and then he he runs into this other girl, you know, uh, Taiga. And and she's just little. She's your your kind of tsundere character, and like pretty much they hate each other at first. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it turns out Taiga has a crush on the main character's best friend. So and and the the character that he has a crush on is Taiga's best friend. So they hatch this plan to try to get each other with their best friends <laughs> and and it's a lot of hijinks you know trying to go you know of them trying to get each other to to do these things you know and and it's just it's really fun it's really cute and it's just there's it, it's nice storytelling i just i love everything about this show you know, I would recommend it to beginners, to veterans, to pr- pretty much anyone, to be honest. Go watch Toradora. <laughs> I probably should. Uh, my roommates actually have the manga for Toradora as well. Do they? Mm-hmm. That's cute. I haven't read the manga. You probably should ask them if you could borrow it. Maybe I will. Yeah. So, uh, maybe we'll do a manga episode at some point. At some point. Yeah, so... Uh, we do have a few honorable mentions. Uh, one that I really wanted to put in my top five, but I just had to make room for, th- I think, priorities. And this one kind of borders between a tier one and a tier two, and that would be Azumanga Dayo. That's a, that's kind of a weird one. It is a weird one. I don't know one. if I'd put it as a tier one or two. I'd, I'd say uh, maybe three. It's one that I watched with people that didn't like anime when I was in high school. Really? Yeah. It was one that I feel like you could just throw on at a party and some people would just sit down and watch it. 
and they didn't even need to be into anime. They would just laugh at the jokes. There are a few jokes in there that are border on the weird, like the high school teacher that's obsessed with boobs. But even those are fairly or, tame compared to most or, anime. Or the cat. The cat. The cat's funny. Okay, I don't think that's a weird anime thing. I think that's just funny. No, not not the cat that bites the one girl. Oh yeah. The other cat. The other cat. That one's doesn't make as many appearances on Osmonga Dial though. That one is actually the creator's like staple character, but isn't so much an Osmonga Dial character. That's more of an Easter egg. Okay. So I don't consider that cat being too weird. Uh, Azumanga Daioh is just, again, it's one of those ones you don't even need to watch a lot of it. The skits in it are so short. Uh, you could just put it on, you know, at anybody's house. They might just sit down and get a kick out of it. Don't even need to watch it in order. It's just, you don't yeah, even need to watch you, the whole you don't. series. It's, it's, it's kind of... You could get a kick out of a few episodes, and I think it's just one that's just super easy to put on in the background. Uh, my other uh, honorable mention that I put on my list, I have a few more in mind, but my other one is, of course, My Hero Academia. Uh, this is one I feel like anybody could get into and has become so commercialized at this point that I just genuinely can't think of anybody that wouldn't fit into the target audience of My Hero Academia. Yeah. Um, that that being said, with My Hero Aka. I feel like uh, you could almost recommend any of the the big name ones. The top five. Uh, the top five. Uh, if I, you know, like if if they were like as they were coming out. Like, yeah, as they were coming out. Now I don't now, feel like I could. Now they're just they're so long that it's it's almost like oh I I can't try I I can't try to push someone into watching. I can't, 800 episodes. Yeah, like, I can't recommend One Piece to anybody because it's not a very welcoming series to newcomers. Yeah. If you're already pretty caught up on One Piece, I can recommend it, but that's a very small group, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, same with DBZ. DBZ. Uh, same with Naruto. Although Naruto is now possible now that it's Now that it's, it's done. So, I, My Hero Aka is still short enough that I think it's still fairly easy to get into. Yeah. So, and... Yeah, so... I agree. I can't recommend Fairy Tale either because it d- dug itself into the ground. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fair. That's um, the Shonen Jump thing. Like, Shonen Jump just... They only give their... Like, they encourage their mangaka to, that they only get paid when they are publishing work. So, like, if they can't just, like, be like, oh, well, I have enough money from my manga, I could just take it easy and retire and just live off the sales of those mangas for the rest of my life. They they can't do that. They really only make money if they publish new chapters. So yeah. it kind of sucks. kind of crazy. Yeah. So those are my honorable mentions. I do have a few more, but I'm going to let you go through yours first. Um, so, so for honorable mentions, um, I feel like... I I have to throw out basically any Studio Ghibli. Yeah, Studio anything that's Studio Ghibli, uh, throw um, a dart. Yeah, pretty much. Um, there there are a few that are easier to watch than others. 
Um, that being said, you know, like, Spirited Away. Spirited Away is easy. You know, uh, it's weird, but it's easy. Yeah, exactly. And, like, it, it shows because it did... Was it, it, it won it an Oscar. Did it win an Oscar? Yeah. Yeah. It won an Oscar. Uh, it got high praises. I know for the longest time it was in box office, you know, hit, you know, tops. Um, um, Princess Mononoke... That one is a little bit harder, but still fairly easy compared to most anime. Yeah. Uh, Ponyo's super easy, especially for kids. Ponyo's really easy for kids. Same with My Neighbor Totoro. Yeah. You know, like, those those ones are very kid-friendly. Uh, I think ones that are a little bit harder to get into would be, uh, like, the Whisper of the Heart or... Uh, Cat Returns. Cat Returns. Purple um, Rosso. Tales from Earthsea. Yeah. Tales of Earthsea, they don't count because that was his son. Okay. Uh, there was that one about the guy who wanted to build an airplane. Oh. Uh, the Wind Rises. Yeah, The Wind Rises. That one's really, really good. Uh, maybe not a beginner. Studio Ghibli. It's, it's not. But... I mean, seriously, just throw a dart. I mean, even the harder ones are still fairly easy to get and, into. And that almost goes for just about any, like, big-name anime movie. Yeah, like, you your, know, name, like your Name, Silent Voice, um, so, so, Not Fireworks. Yeah. So so all of those, I think, can be kind of encompassed into, hey, like, watch watch this animated movie with us. You know, it, it'll give you an introduction into anime. Yeah. Um... Um, Since we have it on in the background, it sells at work. Sells at work is it's just, a very it's, easy one to get into. It's, it's very fun. It's very easy to get into. It's it's pretty great. So, um, honorable mention: sweetness and lightning. Sweetness and lightning, absolutely. It is anybody could get into this anime. Absolutely adorable. Uh, I think most people immediately have already seen like. It went pretty viral, but the clip of the girl pretending like uh, yeah, the she's she's like is... walking the the line on the street. Yeah, and she's she's imagining like that it's the street a... is the ocean filled with sharks. Yeah, and the line is I I don't know like a it's pillar like a pillar that you can walk across. Yeah. yeah, and she's just singing her her little song about sharks as she yeah. walks by. Shaku shaku. Yeah. Yeah. So. And and that one is just. Uh, airplane absolute. is like a pterodactyl. <laughs> yeah. So so that series is just absolutely adorable. Uh, that series is also straight up food porn. It is like oh my goodness. Can we talk about food porn for a minute? Yeah, we can. Like talk about oh my god, food porn. Uh, like you know, speaking of Miyazaki film. <laughs> yes, Miyazaki has amazing food porn. You see some of these things and you're like. Oh, how do how how do I get that in my mouth? Yeah, uh, Miyazaki has this tendency to make food look unrealistically good, uh, versus like uh, Shinkai, the creator of Your Name, where food in that also looks ridiculously good, but also feels like very very real. Like yeah, uh, like when you see a character like cut a tomato, you feel the weight of that knife pushing against that tomato, and it's just like there's nothing in incredibly great about a tomato like it's not a delicious meal but damn you really want to eat that tomato <laughs> you just really want to go chop tomatoes after you watch that yeah what was what was the name of that that one 
movie that we watched that was on Netflix, and it was like the three different short stories oh, combined into um, one. I know what you're talking and, about. And that one had some pretty amazing food porn in the beginning. Yeah, because it's like, it's, uh, I don't know the name of it, but all three stories take place in, like, China. Yeah. So. Like, it starts off as, you know, this, this person making... I, I can't even rem- remember what kind of noodles they were, but... Yeah, they're just making noodles, though. But, but they were just so good-looking, and the guy is just narrating about the noodles, and you're sitting there going, Ugh, I want to travel to China just for these fucking noodles. Right? <laughs> and then he turns into an adult, he's like, none of the noodles are that good. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that the people who made those noodles when I was a child were actually ex-convicts and they were double agents and when they left their noodle making company they went back to the other country where they were spies like some stupid shit like that yeah. like <laughs> they laced my noodles with lsd <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah they're uh, probably in jail now and and then of course since we're talking about food porn um restaurant to another world Restaurant to Another World's an easy one to get into. Uh, oh my god! Plus the food on that is just it. It, it makes you drool. It <laughs> it really does. It's so good looking, and I am so thankful that Crunchyroll released the recipe for that spicy chicken curry. Right, because we make it all the because time. Because we make it, and it is delicious. <laughs> uh. There's another tier 10 one for you, uh, Food Wars. Food Don't watch Food Wars. It's a good show. If It's a tier 10, though. If you are looking for literal food porn. Yeah, literal food porn. Then, that's, then, not, that's not food porn, that's food hentai. Sorry, if, if, you're watch, if you want food hentai, watch Food Wars. It's actually a good show, though. <laughs> It really is. I don't. Uh, it's I a don't tier doubt 10. it. It's just. It's so out there for me. It's. It's ridiculous. Uh, you watch Food uh, Wars, and somebody walks into your room. You switch to the porn tab because it's easier to explain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. E- exactly. <laughs> it's like, what are you watching? Porn. What are you watching? What do Do you see this giant penis? <laughs> I wasn't watching an anime where a girl's getting tentacle raped by peanut covered or peanut butter covered peanut sauce covered octopi. Yeah. No, it's it's just it's that's so awkward. But that's just the first five minutes of the show. (laughs) 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 On that note, um, I'm trying to think of any other honorable mentions. I can't think of any off the top of my head oh full metal alchemist of course yeah full I metal mean, alchemist is, is that one fun. always makes it to the top of the list of recommended anime for newbies and uh, i would say either one like take your pick uh brotherhood follows the manga a little bit more uh i think all as a whole has a better story and better villains and better arcs uh, the original Full Metal Alchemist has better characterization and goes more in depth on each of the more like B list character personalities and histories and stuff. Yep. But yeah, either one I'd recommend. Brotherhood's my personal favorite. All right. So, uh, 
So with that, uh, we did not talk about what we are currently up to date on last week. Don Machi. I always recommend Don Machi to anyone and everyone. Mm, sure, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> uh, things that we are currently watching. Uh, we started watching uh, Her and Her Cat. Yes, we just started watching that one. It's Which an older series. It is well, an older not, series. Not older, older, but, but it's, not it's not new. new. Uh, it is on Crunchyroll. Uh, that one was based off of a short done by Shinkai, who is the creator of Your Name. Uh, it's a story just about a girl and her cat. Yep. Pretty straightforward. I want the cat. He's pretty fluffy. He's so cute. He is cute. He's so cute. He's such a good cat. I'm gonna cry at the end of this anime. <laughs> you probably will. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I can't hug every cat. Hug all of the cats. What to? Your cat <laughs> won't let me hug him. Yeah, I know. He lets me hug him. Won't let me hug him. <laughs> That'll learn you. Uh, I'm caught up on P5A. It's not bad or good. It's 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 P5A. It's, it's, <laughs> That's all you can say about it. Yeah, that's all I can say. Uh, Baby Haru was fucking adorable. So. Alright. Uh, I do like that all the characters in P5A are getting, like, childhood flashbacks. Because they're all really adorable babies. So. Uh, that's the only good thing about P5A. Is the flashbacks. Is the flashbacks, yeah. Alright. The things that we didn't get from the game. Uh, I am also caught up on... What else am I caught up on? Um, nothing. Nothing, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, like, I... We are in such con crunch right now. I know, I was, I was about to say, I'm, I've been busy. I am not caught up on my shows, so... Yeah. Also, uh, I've been playing a lot of games lately, so... Uh, before con crunch started, I actually started um, school live... Mm-hmm. School live, something like that. I I I don't know which one it is. Uh, it's it's kind of funny. In it's it is a moe zombie apocalypse anime. Oh okay. Yeah. Uh, these these four girls. Uh, they got caught up in the zombie apocalypse, and they're they're staying in the school. And one of them, I'm not sure at this point if she is delusional or, like, not mentally developed. Uh-huh. But, but she, she's, she's having these, these visions as if life is just going on as normal without the zombies. Like... You know, she'll she'll be sitting there in the classroom and her her teacher will be giving her lessons and none of the other girls can see the teacher because like it's it's all in her head. So it's it's kind of interesting watching these three girls kinda of look out for the one and all while trying to survive this zombie apocalypse. I am caught up on something. It's interesting. Yeah, I am caught up on something. 
Uh, I'm caught up on Attack on Titan. Oh, okay. And the latest episode was actually really good. Uh, this I do like the pacing that they're going with in the anime a bit better than the manga, because the manga was so heavy in politics. And they got all the politics we needed out of the way, and now we're actually getting to, like, the really good stuff about, like, how, uh, Aaron's dad ate, like, the princess and of the, like, whole kingdom, and then forced Aaron to eat him. Uh, okay then. Yeah. No, it's, uh, pretty intense, and it explains how Aaron became a titan, and now Aaron's gonna get eaten. <laughs> As revenge. Uh, well, he was already eaten once. Yeah, he's gonna get eaten for real this time. For real? They got him all in the uh, BDSM kinky chain chamber. Hot damn. Yeah, it's all made of crystal. It's it's pretty awesome. Actually, I really, really love this arc of Attack on Titan. This was probably one of the best arcs of the manga. Uh, the anime is handling it very, very well. Uh, I secretly love the OP even though everybody hates it but I really 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 love the ED. The ED is incredible. Okay. So, I am not up to date on Attack on Titan. So. I feel like you should get caught up. I feel like you'd really enjoy it. So. Alright. Yeah. Uh, plus it's not hard to catch up at this point. Uh, you've already seen the whole first season. You might want to rewatch it just to understand what's going on. And then season 2 was only 12 episodes. Uh, season 3 will be a full 24 from my understanding because we are going to end at the basement so and there's no way they're getting to the basement by episode 12 so yeah but uh yeah Attack on Titan is in one of the best arcs ever right now and I definitely recommend getting caught up on it you guys if you are not I know Attack on Titan hype train died years ago but that's just more reason to enjoy it now. Now you don't have it, a bunch of, like, stupid people who think they know what they're talking about bugging you about it. It kind of killed itself. It did. I mean, let's, did. let's face it. It did. No, it absolutely did. Um, but I feel like you could still enjoy it. It's still a good show. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just saying, like, if, if they had ridden that hype train instead of... They really should have. They dropped the ball on that. Yeah. So... Uh, but I, yeah, again, I, I feel like if if they had, it would have been, it'd still be a really big one. Like yeah. it's it's decently well known, but it's not like huge, you know. It's one of those I could almost recommend. Like if you have a friend that's super into Game of Thrones, and is used to like that style of t storytelling, and you're trying to get them into the anime, and they're just like. Oh, I don't want to watch an anime about fucking tits and shit. Like, then Attack on Titan would be a really good series to get your buddy into. Yeah. So, it's it's not quite as gruesome as Game of Thrones, but I think it has a better story than Game of Thrones, personally. Okay. And this is going to be for somebody that actually does enjoy Game of Thrones. Yeah. Just, I think Attack on Titan's better. Fight me. <laughs> Maybe I will. Actually, I don't watch Game of Thrones, so yeah. I can't say one way or the other. Um, on that note, I, I don't think we really have uh, much else to talk about, do we? I'm tired. You're tired? Yeah, me too. Uh, again, Con Crunch. I'm not caught up on everything. I will try to catch up, but for now, I've got other things to focus on. Yeah. Yay! Yay! 
We're going to keep doing episodes for you guys, though. Don't worry. Yes. We'll, we're we'll, going to push ourselves. We'll punish ourselves. Um, on that note, uh, thanks for listening in. Thank you. Bye, guys. Gone already. Bye.